Hello, this is Pastor Kong Hee. I want to thank you for joining us on our podcast. I pray that you'll be blessed in Christ, encouraged by the Word, and experience an encounter with God. Remember, knowing God and being known by Him is the greatest pursuit of life. Enjoy the message. The ninth statement of the Apostles' Creed is this, I believe in the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints. What does this mean? Why is the church holy? Aren't all Christians still fallen? The word holy doesn't mean sinless and perfect. Rather, it literally means to be separated and set apart from the rest. So Christians are to live differently from the world. We are called out from the world to display His nature, demonstrate His righteousness, and obey His will. You don't have to be sinlessly perfect to do all that. Even as fallen people, we Christians should seek to live differently from the world. We can still live for God, serve Him, and glorify Him. What is the meaning of the word Catholic? Is this the Roman Catholic Church? Now, this word Catholic comes from the Greek word katholikos, which means universal. The Christian church is universal in the sense that it doesn't belong to any one nation, but to all nations of the world. It is certainly not limited only to the members of the Roman Catholic Church. It extends to all believers who have put their faith in Christ and are regenerated or born again by the Spirit. Although both Protestants and Roman Catholics recite the creed, there is a parting of ways. Protestants do not accept the religious traditions are on par with Holy Scripture. We also do not believe in the infallibility of the Pope, the Immaculate Conception of Mary, and her Assumption to Heaven, or the Mass Sacrifice of the Bread and the Wine. No, Protestants vehemently disagree with all these. Now, what is the Church? In the Greek, the word is ekklesia, which means the call out ones. So every person who is called out of darkness into the wonderful light of Christ is a member of the church. Therefore, the church is not a building of brick and mortar or a religious organization. It is people, living stones being built into a spiritual house. Number one, the Bible describes the church as a fellowship. So unity is very important in a fellowship so that we can live and work together. Without unity, you cannot fulfill the vision and mission God has given your church. This is why any attitude or action that causes disunity among us is sin. The members of a church should be of one mind and spirit, needed together in love, flowing in a common direction to complete God's mission. Number two, the church is a family. As a family, relationship is paramount. In a church, we honor and treat each other as family members. We are all brothers and sisters with God as our Heavenly Father. Number three, the church is the body of Christ. We are a living body, not a commercial business. In a human body, every part plays a role to keep it alive and well. Each of us has a special gift to contribute to the well-being of the body of Christ. In this sense, 
every member is a minister, serving and helping one another to build up a healthy spiritual body. Number four, the church is a flock with Jesus as our chief shepherd. It is the place of pastoral love and pastoral care, a place where the wounded can be healed and the broken restored and make whole again. Number five, the church is an army. Members of the church are spiritual soldiers using spiritual weapons to fight a spiritual war against Satan and his kingdom of darkness. The prize of winning this war is victory over temptations and the souls of other sinners oppressed by the devil. The church is therefore the place for equipping and training to make you strong. The church can be divided into two groups. Believers who have died and gone to heaven to be with the Lord, they are called the church triumphant or the invisible church. The church militant or the visible church is made up of believers alive here on earth who are still fighting against Satan, the world, and the flesh. The church can also be divided into two other groups. The universal church consists of everyone everywhere who has a personal relationship with Jesus. The local church is the assembly of God's people in a locality. Now, what is the purpose and mission of the church? Jesus says, it is the Great Commission, which has a three-pronged task. Number one, we are to make disciples of Jesus everywhere. Number two, to immerse these disciples in the love of God the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit until they live out the love of God in this fallen world. And number three, to teach disciples to do everything that Jesus has commanded them. Jesus promises that if we focus on these three things, we will tangibly experience His power and presence in the church. Now, what is the communion of saints? Is this Holy Communion? No, no, no. This is not what He's talking about. The communion here has nothing to do with the sacrament or ordinance of the Lord's Supper. Communion of the saints refers to that bond which unites all true believers in Christ. The word saints is hagios in Greek, the same as the word holy. The moment we are born again, we are justified by faith. We are washed clean and made holy, although we still need to grow into greater and deeper holiness through sanctification. Now, why is this ninth statement important? Because there is a blessing when God's people are united in love and mission. This doctrine of the communion of saints flows from our belief that Christians are closely knitted as one spiritual family in Christ. When we confess together that we are a holy Catholic church, we are allowing the overflowing love of God to spill over into loving commitment to one another and for the hurting and the loss in the world. Jesus loved the church and gave himself up for her. If we don't love the church, then we are not true followers of Christ. Well, I pray that you will love your church. Thank you and God bless.